0: Today on episode 330 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, lots of good stuff today. Recently, I got a message from Google that I've used almost all of my storage space for my Google slash Gmail account. Today, I'll tell you what I did to fix that and a message from a listener in France. And today, September 30, is International Podcast Day, and you can get something really cool that in the past you had to pay for. Hang on. It's all coming up. (coughs) Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer, and everything we talk about here is in plain English, and more about that after today's computer tip. And you know, you only have three months left to get your Windows 7 computer upgraded to Windows 10? That's right. If you're not sure what that means, or if you want me to help you take care of that, give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 330. So let's get started. Some things just take a long time. Sometimes traffic jams are like that. You know what kills me is we creep along on the interstate for 20 minutes, we finally get up to where the crash is, and it's just a little fender bender, and then there's nothing blocking the road because as soon as you get past the crash point, traffic is back to high speed. It was just everyone slowing down to look. And we had a cat that lived 19 years, and that included being hit by a car. She outlived all of our kittens. And when I did my first and only 100-mile ultramarathon, it took me a little over 43 hours. That was a very long two-day adventure. And recently, something happened after quite some time, something I knew would happen eventually. I finally just about filled up my Google account with email, and it took 15 years. I got my primary Gmail email address, which is pctutor at gmail.com back when Google first introduced Gmail, back in 2004. And did you know when it first came out, you actually had to have an invitation from Google to create an account? They wanted to make sure they didn't suddenly have millions of users on the first day and just kind of choke their servers, so people would somehow get a few invitations, and they were actually selling them on eBay. Of course, it wasn't too long after that that they opened it up to everyone. And now, here we are in 2019... And I recently got a message from Google that said, you're running low on storage space. Try freeing up some space or purchase additional storage. Well, Google gives you 15 gigabytes of free storage space with every account. And when I checked, mine was 98% full. So I've used roughly 15 gigabytes in 15 years or just about a single gigabyte per year. Got to keep in mind that your Google account stores more than just emails, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Probably the most important thing to note here is that you definitely never want your account to be 100% full, especially if this is your primary email account, as it is for me. If you actually completely fill up that storage, you could find yourself in the situation where you are no longer able to send or receive emails. And you might not even realize that until you haven't gotten any emails in a day or two. So don't let that happen. So how do you fix this? Well, by far the easiest and quickest way to get this storage situation resolved is to just upgrade your Google account to what they call Google One. When you do that, you get 100 gigabytes of storage space instead of just 15 gigabytes. So for most people, myself included, that would almost certainly be a lifetime supply. And there are some other benefits too. One is if you have any problem with your Google One account, you can actually get help from someone at Google. And you can share that 100 gigabytes of space with up to five other people if you want to. And that upgrade only costs $20 a year. So that's actually probably what I'll do eventually. But first, I wanted to see if I could maybe reduce the space I'm using by deleting some of the things I don't need. Maybe some people don't want to pay $20 every year, so this would be a good opportunity to talk about ways to reduce storage and still keep your Gmail account completely free. First thing you need to do is to see where you're using the most storage. You see, Google doesn't just count the emails you've saved. They also count whatever you've stored in your Google Drive account, which is their cloud storage service. And the way you check this is by going to this particular web address, one.google.com slash storage. And that's the word one spelled out, not the number. So it's dot egooglecom forward slash storage. And if you're driving and you can't write it down right now, you can always get all of this on the show notes for this episode, which is at computertutorflorida.com slash 330, since this is episode 330. So when you go to that site, it'll tell you how much total space you're using and where it's being used. Now, in my case, I had a little less than five gigabytes in Google Drive and just under 10 gigabytes in Gmail. So the first thing I did was I went to Google Drive, and you can go there just by going to drive.google.com, and I went through and deleted the stuff that I no longer needed. You know, over the years, I've just thrown some things in there just because it was convenient for a particular purpose, and now I didn't need them at all anymore, so I just deleted them. Then I went back and checked my storage again. Didn't change one bit, which is not really a big surprise since documents really don't take up a lot of space, and I didn't really delete that many. The stuff I left in my Drive account were some videos and PowerPoints, so those are going to take up more space. So I went on to email to see if we can save any space there. Now, typically, an email is just text, so it's not really going to use that much space. But if an email comes with an attachment, that can use up some storage. So I needed to find the larger emails, And what I wanted to do was find any email that was five megabytes or larger. Now, to do that, it's really easy. All you do is go to gmail.com and do a search at the top in that search field. And the search is size colon 5m, as in megabyte. And there are no spaces in that. When I did that search, it brought up 142 emails that were five megabytes or larger. So I went and deleted the 42 oldest ones. So that just left 100 emails And that in itself also made no difference in the storage being used, but that's because when you delete an email in your Gmail account, it just puts it in the trash folder. And whatever's in the trash folder still counts toward your storage limit. So I went and emptied the trash, and now we're seeing some progress. Instead of my Google account being 98% full, now it's down to 86%. Slightly over 13 gigabytes still being used. So that definitely gives me some breathing room so I don't have to buy that extra storage space right now. And I don't have to worry about not being able to send or receive emails, at least not in the near future. And there's one other thing you might want to try. There are some third-party services that offer to help you clean up your Gmail account to save space. And one of the more popular ones is called Find Big Mail, And you can see it at FindBigMail.com. Now, at the time of this podcast, this service is free. It has been a paid service in the past, and it probably will be again in the future at some point. But right now, September 2019, it's free. So just go to the website and follow the instructions, and you'll end up with a report that tells you what they found. And some of your biggest old emails will have a label, so you can just view them and delete them if you want to. When I did this and I emptied the trash again... It brought me down to 12.2 gigabytes being used, and that means that the account is about 81% full. So, not bad. So, basically, I have another two or three years now before I need to take action on this again, and honestly, I'll probably just buy more space when the time comes. But for now, I don't need to worry about it. And if you do this and save some space, let me know about it. Okay, today's a big day, and it happens every year. It's International Podcast Day. So on this day, we podcasters try to promote podcasting and get more people interested in it. Of course, you already know about podcasts because you're listening to me right now, and that's great. A few years ago, there was a film made about podcasting. It's called The Messengers, a podcast documentary. Now, here's the description from Amazon Prime Video. The Messengers, a podcast documentary, is an intimate look at the world of podcasting and what compels the independent podcasters to take it on. We visit some of the most influential and deeply embedded individuals who share about their shows, their communities, and the impact podcasting has had on their lives. This film is really awesome. Up until now, you could only watch it for free as an Amazon Prime member but now, International Podcast Day, you can get it for free on Amazon, whether you're Amazon Prime member or not. Just go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash doc. That's just D-O-C, like short for documentary. And you can watch it for free. I guarantee you'll love it. And share it with your friends who don't even know what a podcast is. They'll appreciate it. And I got this email recently from Jean-Louis who lives on the French Riviera, which uh, that's the southern coast, um, it's the Mediterranean coast of southeastern France. Very popular tourist destination from what I've heard, although I've never been there myself, but here's what Jean-Louis wrote. Thank you for your podcast, which I find very instructive. I am French, living on the French Riviera, 70 years old, suffering PD disease, And this is Scott. I believe that reference to is to Parkinson's disease, which is a neurodegenerative disorder. My dad was actually diagnosed with Parkinson's when he was about 40. And then about 30 years later, a different doctor said he didn't actually have Parkinson's. Anyway, back to the message. And I find your show quite matching my needs to improve my computer knowledge. Your tone and speed of your speech is perfect for a foreigner like me. And when you say you don't use tech talk, but only regular English, I can only say thank you, especially when I tried to listen to a podcast called blank. I could not understand what the guy was talking about. He was just too fast. So too bad for him. And thank you again to you. And Jean-Louis did actually mention the name of the podcast in the message, but I don't really want to name that show and criticize another podcast publicly. But anyway, seriously, thank you, Jean-Louis, for that great message. I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast, and I hope I can continue to help you with your computer knowledge for lots of years to come. And speaking of other podcasts, there's one I will actually name. Maybe it's because I'm the host. On my other show, I just had a conversation with Karen. Karen was a passenger riding in a car on Interstate 95 in Jacksonville, Florida, and suddenly the glass shattered and she was bleeding from her face. She had no idea what had just happened but she soon found out that she had been shot. That day, there was a person firing a rifle at random cars on the highway. Nine cars were hit and six people were injured. You can hear Karen tell all about what happened on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app, including Spotify, or you can just go to the website and listen to it at whatwasthatlike.com forward slash 33. And if you want to get in touch with me, like Jean-Louis did, I always love to hear from you. You can email me at pc_tutor@gmail.com, at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line 727-386-9468. And of course, you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll see you in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless. I wonder if soy milk is just cow's milk that's introducing itself in Spanish.